Welcome to another CL Food Innovation bonus episode of the Food Professor Podcast. Savannah and I were thrilled to be the official podcast of the CL Food Innovation trade show held in Montreal in April. For many, the first in-person event since the COVID era began two years ago. We had the opportunity to meet and get to know many food innovators and entrepreneurs, creators and makers in the many facets of the food industry. These are their stories. Well, Jacqueline, welcome to the Food Professor Podcast. How are you doing this afternoon? Thank you so much. I'm great, Michael. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, we are here live at Seattle, Montreal in the uh, the Food Professor Podcast booth. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm very excited to learn all about you and your products. You brought, you see, you brought some products here for us today, I so I'm did. pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. So, Thank hey, you. let's uh, let's jump right in. Tell us about yourself, your background, what you do, and uh, let's kick it off there. Thank you. I'm happy to. Um, my brand is Real Treat. We make certified organic crazy delicious cookies Mm. uh, part of what sets us apart is that we're Canada's only organic cookie that's made with butter oh really yes we're only we're one of only two in the US market as well that's made with butter so whereas other organic cookies are made with palm oil edible fats would we call them hydrogenated whatevers right 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 (laughs) decidedly undelicious Um, we are very committed to butter and organic and uh you know, it really, the real treat started because, for a couple of reasons. Personally, I'm very committed to organics. I firmly believe that supporting organic agriculture is one of the best ways we can support the health of our planet and ourselves and the bees that we depend on. Mm. Um, and I also, well, I love cookies. And I noticed mm. that in the market, the in the particularly in the snack and sweet treat space with organics, that the options that were available were. Not exactly crave-worthy. Not inspiring. No, a lot of them sort of had a tendency to taste like a consolation prize. (laughs) And I thought, well, why? That shouldn't be necessary, right? Like, why why can't we make crave-worthy Why does it have to be either or, right? Exactly. And I thought that maybe if we make a super delicious crave-worthy cookie that is organic, that we can maybe persuade more people to make the organic choice. All right, a couple of questions. So where are you based? Where are you based in? Based in Western Canada. So right. we're in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains in Cochrane, west of Calgary. I like to say that we're in the, the bunched up carpet part, like we're flying over. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> There's like fly prairie Calgary. And yeah. then the Rockies, we're in that bunched up carpet next to the Rockies. And where does this uh, belief or inspiration or philosophy about organics come from? Have you always mm-hmm. have you always been that way? Did you have an epiphany that brought you there? Talk about that a bit. Well, uh, a couple, I guess it was a, a few different events. We've had... Uh, some illness in my family that was certainly impacted by weakened immune systems and um, toxicity and Mm -hmm. a lot of cancer in my family. Mm -hmm. Some of the things that I was reading and learning as I was trying to help my family members heal from this led me to believe that it was probably better to avoid Mm -hmm. some of those chemicals. Um, It got you thinking about... It definitely did. And also uh, just, I mean, the flavor profiles in organic produce... You know, they can just be, they're just so delicious, I think, mm. probably because they don't travel from as far away, um, mm. you know, and... Uh, it's often, so it's often of the it. case when I talk to entrepreneurs and makers like yourself, there's an intersection of the personal and the professional, right? Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we package that as the passion for the business, mm-hmm. but it's often the, that intersection, right? Mm-hmm. I, I have a passion for, in your case, organics, yeah. and I like good cookies. I mean, yeah, and totally. but then, but then you see this opportunity in the market, right? Yeah. So, so what? You know, there's a lot of things you could think about organic. What mm-hmm. brought you to cookies? Did you just spot that as a particular category? <laughs> what brought you? I mean, who doesn't love cookies? But <laughs> well, come on, a, I think I come from a family of cookie monsters. <laughs> I've been making cookies since I could reach a countertop 
you know, back when we had phone books. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's brown sugar shortbread that I brought today to try. That's uh, the, the first cookie I ever learned to oh. make. That's my grandmother's shortbread. Um, and so for me, when I think about things that I crave um, that, that make me feel comforted, but that are also indulgent and yummy, like cookies are where I mm. go to for that. Mm. Um, so I've always, you know, I've been making cookies as, as long as I can remember. So that was natural for you. Just to, you naturally went into to cookies because you just you just made yeah. them. And my you know my professional background is kind of a combination of food. Um, so like making uh, creative food and playing with mm. flavors is always mm-hmm. something that I've been excited by. Yeah, talk a bit more about that. Your professional background. What 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 do yeah. you bring? What do you bring to this uh, other than enthusiasm <laughs> and and uh, good sense? Well, I, I'm not a professionally trained chef. Um, I learned on the line. Just I, I was actually an actor. Ah, really? Yes, I was. Oh, yeah. Off mic, we were talking about uh, your voice. You did voice. I'm going to have to get some tips from you off mic. (laughs) Um, Well, I'm a little rusty. It's been a bit. And you've been at a trade show talking to like a million people. But you sound wonderful. It's funny. You sound wonderful to me. Oh, thanks. But maybe to your own ear. Well, yeah, I can feel it. I know what it. I I feel like I've been doing a, you know, Shakespeare for three weeks instead of standing at (laughs) Seattle for. It is a bit like Shakespeare here, though. A little little bit. A little bit. But, um, you know. While I was part of my acting career, I actually, um, the sad part of that story is I actually developed an eating disorder. Hmm. And so I had to step back to get well. And part of my journey to wellness was that having to completely rebuild my relationship to food. Hmm. And because I was no longer, um, no longer performing, I was craving that creative outlet as well. So for me, becoming friends with food again meant using food as, a, as an art form. And being creative, and so, and I was doing that at home, and then I was also waitressing, as one does when you're, you know, a professional actor. Yeah. And then um, started, you know, covering on the line and working, you know, working shifts for free in the kitchen and learning how to do different things and learning the trade craft. Exactly, float around to a few different restaurants in Toronto and and learned some skills and moved to Vancouver and did a little bit of professional or personal chefing, I should say, and so dabbling Mm. and learning hands-on and then playing at home and so that um that creative outlet for me really uh enabled me to get well and re and uh food wasn't the enemy anymore it was it was part of my expression hmm. but then i also started working in advertising it's been a bit of a journey <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. so also when i was in vancouver i was working in advertising yeah. and, and learned design and but i and see how they all come together i mean i'm, I'm look you you're kind enough to bring some products i want to talk about your products but yeah. the design and the, the aesthetics are wonderful and you Thank you thought them through is in two tiers and mm-hmm. Take us through that a little bit. Take yeah. us through, because you and I were talking at your booth yesterday. Yeah. Uh, so take us through how you, how your product and how you go to market and all that stuff. Yeah, thanks. So we have, um, we do have two lines of cookies. So we have Real Treat Pantry. Um, it, those are the cookies that we all, and flavors that we all crave, mm-hmm. right? The kinds of things that we put in our kids' lunch boxes and serve at tea parties. So chocolate chunk, oatmeal raisin, that brown sugar shortbread Your grandmother's, your about, grandmother's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, she's very proud. Um, and she and we, should be. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. We have a dark chocolate almond cookie, too. So these are, you know, the cookies for everyone. Mm. Um, and so flavors that people are familiar with, but, of course, we're doing them a little bit differently and that we're organic and made with butter. butter and yeah. and um, I think we do a pretty good job. You'll tell me you'll try a cookie. And yeah. then we have, also we have Top Shelf. And Top Shelf is, um, Top Shelf is our gourmet line of cookies mm. for more grown-up palates. Mm. Like, this is and, my and for the listeners, I should describe it, though I'll put a link into the show notes so that the, the top shelf is in a is in a stand up cardboard case shaped mm-hmm. like an octagon very very nice thank you and the uh, what, sorry would you call the other line pantry the pantry line is in is in a nice bespoke bag 
So you really differentiate them uh, nicely. You. Yeah. And because this is a, an audio medium, I'll also go one step further in describing our top shelf sleeves and and point out that they're uh, they're shaped with an, a, a reminiscent of a honeycomb because another another big part mm-hmm. of why we are organic is to support the health of bees because without bees. None of us get to be here. Right. right? So We're all in that's trouble. Part of it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so real uh, top shelf line, we've got cookies that our great friend are tanning with. They pair with cheese and wine, lemon sablés with herbe de Provence, salted caramel, shorties with fennel. Mm. Uh, we have a dark chocolate chunk with smoked pecans. We actually smoke the nuts barbecue style wow. with applewood, so it's a deadly good cookie with wow. scotch and bourbon and mm. coffee and yummy. And then we have uh, double dark chocolate with candied lemon peel, we do a holiday line. We also have drinking chocolate now, too, which I wasn't able to bring with me right ah. now. But So it starts with cookies, and then, you know, we go from there. Well, all right, let's take a break, and I'm going to... Which, which one should I try? Should I try... What, what do you recommend? Well, I have... What's your favorite? Are your grandmothers, or what, what's your so favorite? you're asking me to choose my children. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we start with a brown sugar shortbread? All right. Because although it's plain... Can I... Yeah, just pass that through here. Um, that's where it all started. Oh, that's the first cookie the OG I ever learned cookie. to make. Exactly. Now, while I'm, I'm kind of opening this, tell me about uh, why you're here. Why, why do you come to Seattle? What, what's your objective? Uh, what are you doing at this show? I like to come to Seattle because, uh, well, part of it is that, uh, you know, being in Alberta, I don't get to visit uh, the, the Quebec market very often. Mm-hmm. So it's a really a great opportunity for us to um, to to grow our brand in Quebec and hoping to make, you know, Quebec is a, it's a different landscape Mm -hmm. and uh, relationships are really important here and they are everywhere, but especially here. So it's, it's, uh, you know, whereas there are other parts of the country and even the U S where I'm able to sell my products remotely, I've really learned how to do that through the pandemic. Boy, oh boy. Right. Right. I find in Quebec that FaceTime is Mm. particularly important. So it's really important to do the time, put in the time here. Right. Also, um, being able to meet uh, buyers and distributors from other countries as we're growing the brand. We've been uh, expanding into the U.S. over the course of the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Often a lot of U.S. buyers here, too. So it's mm-hmm. a great opportunity to meet them. Okay, I'm going to try this cookie. Okay. I've got to interrupt you because I've got to interrupt you with cookie eating. <laughs> this is a brown sugar shortbread, so it's mm. a bit of a Scottish style. A little bit. Oh, my God, that's good. <laughs> What a great cookie. I great. love cookies, but I, I love cookies, by the way. I'm so glad. Mm. I'm happy to hear that. I, the truth is, so nice. I don't trust anybody who doesn't like a cookie. <laughs> it must be something wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. the heck's I always say to people, they're like, oh, I don't eat cookies. I'm like, oh, have you had that checked? <laughs> nah, so, exactly. That's Sorry, the I'm OG. just munching away. All right, so. Okay. And then, um, would you like to... Do, do you want to try another one from the pantry line, or do you want to go top shelf next? Let's, let me get one pantry. So one, one pantry, pantry, and then I'll go top shelf. Okay. So from that, you have options. You have oatmeal raisin or chocolate chunk. Chocolate chunk. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And and uh, where are you distributed today? Like where, um, if for the listeners, and we'll put it in lots of links and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, where where where's you commonly distributed today? How's where so would you find you? Uh, we're distributed across Canada with mm-hmm. UNFI, and uh, in the GTA, we're really easy to find at. Whole Foods, some Loblaws Market stores, Fortinos, number of independents. Mm. Out west, also Whole Foods in the Calgary area, Community Natural Foods, Splush Lane, Spud. And then um, our presence in California is growing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Through health. Whole Foods? I hear a lot of people sell through Whole Foods. Are you in Whole Actually, Foods? Actually, not in Whole Foods in the U.S. Mm. Um, we are with uh, Gelson's 
in L.A. and Air One, and uh, which is nowhere spelled backwards. I'm wondering how to spell that. It's kind of funny. You can hear me crunching. This is a delicious story. cookie, by oh, the way. Oh, good. This is so good. Great. I wish we had a little oven here because my favorite way to tell people mm. how to enjoy what I think is the best way to enjoy our chocolate chunk cookies is to just pop them in like a 170 degree oven for just two or three minutes and it melts that chocolate but keeps the crunch of the of the cookie part. I can tell that because the texture is I don't like um, there's some cookies that are really soft and mushy cookies which I really just despise I just hate them yeah. like there's nothing like they I, just, I don't like the mouth feel you know each yeah. to his own but, slimy. but I can see it on yours you, you could put that it would sustain that heat melt but not the cookie part itself, right? Yeah. And so it's good. like a, a fresh baked cookie. So good. Um, all right. So what's next for you? I mean, you're here, you're here, obviously you're here to meet people. As mm-hmm. you said, you described, get some distribution. Uh, are you, yeah. uh, are you happy with the product from your assortment today? Are you looking at new innovative product or are you like, I just need to get this product established and then, or you got stuff in your head that you're going to like. I always have <laughs> stuff in my head. <laughs> I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I don't get much sleep. I'm not like an idea machine, but that's part of the fun of it, right? What can't be an entrepreneur and not be an idea machine, I don't think. Um, But really, the focus is on uh, is on uh, establishing the two cookie lines. They 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 merchandise differently. They're in different markets, right? So, different price points, right? Yes, definitely different price points. You know, top shelf, as I said, is like, it's my art. <laughs> yep. Um, and so it it's really thrives in a more specialty environment. I, I think I've gotten those in, like, like gift baskets, too. Oh, you right? would, for sure. I think yeah, that's where I've enjoyed your lot. product before. Thank you. Yeah, 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 we do a lot of a lot of work in the gift channel, for sure. Um, especially in the past year, it's it, I, I, I suspect that, well, two things happened in the past year. I think... A lot of people who are working from home went, I can start a gift business. That'll be my side hustle. My boss at head office won't know that I'm at home. Building yeah. how, hard can, how hard can that be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we won our gold Sophie at Fancy Food. Mm. And a lot of gift companies attend that show and pay attention to it, too. Right. So that, like our gift channel really exploded last mm. year when that happened. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so establishing top shelf in that sort of specialty gift realm is a focus but then pantry is really the cookie that's designed to thrive everywhere right like those are flavor flavors that everyone loves yeah. and uh you know we're we're well they're familiar cookies we're not reinventing cookies what we are disrupting is the notion of what an organic cookie tastes mm. like mm-hmm. and that i and create a cookie that is organic but that can thrive in conventional grocery as well yeah. so yes the focus is really so that on takes a bit of explanation that. right i mean you yeah. know as you're always creating new and mm-hmm. merchants are trying to figure out where where do i merchandise you in the store right yeah and you probably don't want to be in the mass cookie aisle amongst the general cookies. not with top shelf certainly yeah. but but pantry, pantry can you could fight you could be fighting right? fight there absolutely sure, sure. so um that's the focus for sure and then as once we've We've got a good foothold with those, and we and everybody knows who we are a little bit more. Then we're then we can start introducing the new stuff. I are, think you selling, are you selling? Are you selling direct? We do. We sell yeah. direct right from our website. We ship cookies all over the world. We shipped cookies to New Zealand last week. So, yeah, um, yeah we've got. Yeah, some that, you're trying too. to make, do the one plus one equals three math with that, right? Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. really the volumes. You know, a lot of the makers I talk to, the volumes are going to come with retailers, but you know, selling direct is good too. You got to manage that a bit carefully but right got to manage it carefully for sure um but i mean it one also kind of helps to feed into the others too right like as, as we're putting um part of marketing strategy devoting some dollars to pushing our b2c side it also creates brand awareness yeah. and then people go into 
Whole Foods and Fortinos and community, yeah. and they're like, oh yeah, I saw that on my Instagram yesterday. Yeah. And so even though is know, that big for you, influencer marketing and or it, oh, you, I don't think the podcast is long enough to hear me t- soapbox <laughs> about influencers. <laughs> I get seventy five emails every day with from influencers who want me to pay them to hot cookies. No, um, we don't do a lot of influencer marketing. Um, but we do uh, we do put a lot of energy into our Instagram, a lot of social, a lot of social, yeah. and strategic partnerships. I think mm-hmm. that you know we're always looking for other brands. If our if if Real Treat was a person, what mm-hmm. would be who would their friends be among other brands? Oh, right, and so um, you might wind up in a gift basket with those uh, with your close cousins, I guess. Well, from exactly, that perspective. and so you know we do things like that. I. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, yeah, that helps to create brand awareness. And so then we get, like, fun emails from people who are like, hey, I just found your cookies at Whole Foods. And like, it so becomes like a that, discovery, right? And, exactly. And, and that's fantastic. When, man, there's nothing better than seeing somebody post on Instagram that they discovered our cookies somewhere and they're delicious. And well, like, you'll be seeing it on ours. These so are delicious great. cookies. <laughs> Speak, speaking you. as one of your, your hated influencers, because <laughs> I have a barbecue show. Oh, I don't hate influencers. You just like. <laughs> I like real ones. I like. Okay. It's tough to sort through the genuine well, that's versus just, the just, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just, and it's a question of who, why do people have influence? Do they have influence because they're a general, a genuine authority on a subject? Or mm. did they, do they have 20,000 followers and are really good at, you know, using Getting 20,000 <laughs> followers, right, right. You know. So. Well, listen, uh, Jack, it's been such a treat to meet you and, and it you. taste your product. Congratulations on your success so far. And, so and it's a wonderful product. And, uh, you know, I wish you continued success. We got another bit of time at the show. So continue okay. success with the show and Thank you. everything you do. Thanks for coming on the Food Professor podcast. And it was wonderful to meet you. Thank you. Lovely to meet you, too. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay. Cheers. Thanks for joining us on this special bonus episode of the Food Professor. Stay tuned for plenty of great interviews from our podcast studio on the trade show floor in Montreal at CL, and stay tuned for our regular full-length episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you enjoy your podcast today. Safe travels, everyone!